This is AutoLine Extra, available exclusively on the Internet. Here again is John McElroy. Welcome to this Internet-only discussion with Dr. Michael Leiters, the project manager of the Cayenne Diesel and Hybrid. Great having you here on this extra part of AutoLine Detroit. Also joining us, Joe DiMatteo from Automobile Magazine and Todd Lassa from Motor Trend. And great having you guys for this part, too. In, in the broadcast version of the show, you were talking about how you've got a totally different hybrid design, different than the parallel hybrid that Toyota has or the General Motors dual mode that uh, Mercedes and BMW are also involved in. If, if I understand this right, because I understand some things, but not all things technical, your version in the hybrid, you will either be only on electric power or only on engine power, not a combination of the two? No, as combination, in a combination as well. Um, to go a little bit more in, in the detail of the technique, if you have the combustion engine and you have the electric motor and in between uh, you have this disengagement clutch, uh, if you open the disengagement clutch, you can drive the car only by turning the electric motor. So if you now would like to use the combustion engine, you have first to close the disengagement clutch, start up the engine again, and then you can run um, the combustion ending, let me say, through the electric motor. And if you would like to do it, you can, we call it boosting, uh, to boost uh, the car uh, using the torque of the com combustion engine and um, the electric motor. So y you can use it together and discoupled. So, and you use this clutch so that you do not have to use a CVT, a continuously yeah, variable that's, transmission. That's true, yeah, and therefore we save one electric motor. A power split system has two electric motors, and they are connected over the CVT, and uh, we don't uh, have to do it, and that's a great challenge of our system. Um, we have only one electric motor, and he has to drive the car, and in some situations he has to restart the combustion and then at the same time by closing the, the disengagement clutch and it's very difficult to do it in accurate mode very fast very quickly without any uh, interruption for the for the driver you know we are driving a function of the accelerator pedal yeah uh, you're driving on a highway with 80 we can do it uh, this freewheeling we can do it um, up to um, 86 miles power um, and you are driving with 2,500 RPM, you're lifting your foot from the throttle and the combustion engine goes down like this on the needle on the ref. It's very surprising when you're sitting in the car <laughs> and then you, you tip in again uh, the throttle and it's coming up like this in 300 milliseconds. Wow. We, we restart the combustion engine. With, uh, you, you can put your, your cup of uh, coffee in the cup holder and no coffee will spill over because it's, it's so smooth and so seam. You have to imagine if you go, if I, if I yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you go with a manual transmission car on a highway with 86 miles per hour and you're not stopping the, the engine but only coupling out the engine um, and then coupling in up to 2,500 or to be exactly to be exact 2,650 RPM within 300 sec seconds, which is this, you, you won't uh, get it, you won't make it uh, without any interruption or... Uh, Some sort of vibration, vibration or something. Whatever. Mm -hmm. And we do it. You can drive our car and you, you tip in and 
It's, How do you do that? Because that is amazing to bring it back up to speed uh, that fast without having some sort of shutter or vibration yeah, in the car it, from it, the it's, clutch. It's all programming and very accurate um, uh, product uh, um, product component design and construction. So it's uh, it's very difficult. It costs a lot of effort to find that out because we don't have a sensor on the clutch. We the uh, clutch has continuous lead to learn in what position it is, uh, how hot it is, how cold it is, uh, whether it is a little bit slippery or whatever, it has to fun it has to work at the first kilometer and after uh, 300,000 kilometers when it is outside 50 degrees Celsius or minus 20 degrees Celsius, it has to work in every uh, situation and with the same quality. It, to give you an imagination, our actual Cayenne V6 as an uh, electric uh, motor control, uh, when we have to program about five to six thousand labels to run it. So <laughs> if we if we program an um, hybrid, we have to do it with twenty five thousand parameters labels. So it's five times more complex than a normal car to program this uh, Cayenne hybrid. Millions of lines of code to program. Yeah, it is. It is. Well. Sorry, uh, what's the driving experience going to be most similar to in, in terms of the current Cayenne? Is it, is it going to feel like the current V8? Is it going to feel like the V6? Is it going to be fairly transparent? Uh, because you alluded earlier, gen, uh, normal hybrids with CVTs, are, they do not provide a, a pleasing driving experience, especially mm -hmm. for enthusiast drivers mm -hmm. and the types of people who tend to buy Porsches. Mm -hmm. I guess it's it's uh, close to the VX, uh, excuse me, to the V8, um, because um, we have a, the uh, mechanical supercharged uh, V6 that has a very good torque at low revs. Uh, we can combine it with a, uh, with an electric motor, which has, which has as well uh, a high torque as low revs. So it's it, it's going pretty well, and we have an acceleration from zero to sixty. Um, about 6.5 seconds, and the V8 does it in 6.4 seconds. So that's very close to the V8. Uh, um, but with substantially better fuel economy. I'm, I'm still yeah. impressed by this figure of 27 miles yeah. per gallon that, that you're impressive. claiming. That's, yeah. impressive. that's impressive. How much uh, work did you do with uh, Audi on this, on this project? Um, we we work very close together with Audi. Audi is, I mean, it's it's an Audi engine, so they have done the most work for um, for the engine. But this cooperation is is, is really uh, fantastic because we put it's a new. It was when we started the project in 2005. It was a totally new technology for us. Everybody has done a little bit uh, R and D work, but but not to to bring it to to production. And so we put all the best uh, guys together uh, of the companies, and uh, we we now can't say somebody did some engine, somebody did the gear or the transmission, and somebody did the let me say the safety systems or whatever. We put all the the people together. It is a big, uh, huge contract where it's written who has to uh, do uh, everything, and it's really it worked really very. Tied together, and, and is it tuned more for performance versus um, Audi's um, hybrid? They, they were working on one for the Q7. It's um, for the Q7. They they planned. Um, uh, it was it was the same, but now they 
decided to do it to a Q5, which is, Q5, which, is, right. which, which is a lot of synergies, but it's not exactly the same because the Q5 is another car than, uh, than, the, than the Cayenne or the Touareg. What about the body? Have you made changes? Have you added any aerodynamic aids or uh, made any changes to the body to, to distinguish the, 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 the hybrid version from the, the non-hybrid, from the gasoline? You know, one is uh, we have a big battery um, um, in, in the car, so you have to find the space for the battery. We put it in the trunk, under the trunk. Mm -hmm. Um, we have to uh, to adapt it a little bit to put it in there and to make it safe because if you have an, an rear crash you, you don't want to uh, damage the battery um, we um, it sounds easy but it's difficult to when you have an ex existing car you have to uh, um, um, assembly the the cables for the high voltage system, it's like, like a thumb uh, thick. You have to bring it from the back, from the battery to the front, um, under the motor out for the car. You have to implement an, uh, power electronics, which transforms the different uh, DC um, uh, levels. Uh, there have been a lot to do. And um, it's, it's not the body at itself. We, we made a special setup. It's a lot. Um, um, the details. Se details. Right. Detail work. Can you say, sitting here now, that in terms of um, steering feel, brake feel, body control, um, all the general dynamic, ride and handling dynamics, um, will there be discernible differences to a, a keen driver uh, versus a regular Cayenne? Because that is the downfall of hybrids, usually. I mean, as I said, we would like to offer a special driving experience. He should um, feel that he's sitting in a hybrid, so he can see uh, the needle of the rev that it falls down when the when the uh, combustion engine is off. But if he wants to drive dynamically, he's sitting in a Porsche. It's feeling the steering is feeling like a Porsche. The setup of the of the chassis is uh, is like a Porsche. It's a Porsche, definitely. We can't. Um, um, make something different only to, to have a hybrid on it. That's hey, the reason why we didn't... We have them on tape. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, about, what about weight difference and, and shifting of the, of the weight of the, of the um, balance of the... The balance, I mean, we have additional weight in it. It's obviously, sure. we have, um, in comparison to the V8, we have about 160 uh, kilograms um, additionally in the car, mm -hmm. but the balance is pretty the same. We have in the back, um, we have the battery, in the front we have the power electronics and the electric motor, and it's pretty the same. Okay, last question, because we have to wrap this up. When was the last time any automaker built a vehicle that would freewheel? Do you remember at all, anybody? No, but I heard about. I heard from a journalist that they have been in the early 30s. There have been a Chevrolet where you can um, handle a lever 
and then it was freewheeling. I, Actually, I, I remember one even uh, more recent than that, the Saab Sonnet. Mm. If you remember, it was a little two-seat sports car, car yeah. from the late 60s, yeah. early 1970s. That also would freewheel. Right. Okay. Right. But mm. I wasn't testing you. I just was curious. <laughs> Maybe was there was say, something I else I figured there. you would have the answer yeah. to that. I think the Sonnet <laughs> might be the most recent one. Yeah. Well, real good. We'll have to wrap this up. But Dr. Michael Leiters, thanks so much for coming in and Thank explaining you. all this. And uh, Joe and Todd, great having you guys here, too. Thank you.